Kenny Garrett, and I'm the pastor of the General Baptist Church, God's House of Prayer, located in Fairborn, Ohio, and I thank you for joining us for this special message from the church. If you'll turn with me, though, in Romans chapter 6, please stand with me while we read a few verses this morning. You pray that the Lord would guide us and help us with the message today. Romans chapter 6, I'd like to put in at verse 18 and read through and and conclude with verse 23. You pray for us as we attempt to mind the Lord and pray that he will help us with the message. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse verse 18. Being then made free from sin, ye become the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmities of your flesh, for as ye have yielded uh, your members servants to uncleanliness and iniquity unto, un, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. When ye were uh, when ye were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye, whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and becoming servants to God, ye have fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Father, we want to thank you once again for this blessing and opportunity to come once again into your house. I pray, Lord, now as I commit this portion of the service into your hands that you'll help me and guide me through the message. And Lord, help me bring forth your word that it might be food for our, our souls that will be drawn closer to you, the church be edified and blessed. And most importantly, if there be any lost that would hear your word today, they'd see their needs for Christ, that they might be set free from sin. Now, Father, stand with me again as I commit this portion of the service into your hands, and I'll not fail to look to you, praise you, and thank you, Father, for anything that will be accomplished, and I ask it now in faith-believing, in Jesus' name, and amen, and amen. We talked about freedom, and a lot of talk about freedom, and let me tell you something, folks. I am glad today that I live in the land of the free. I'm glad today that I am free, Brother Gary, from sin. That's the most important thing, the most important freedom that we can know is be free from the bondages of sin. Paul says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Paul also told us in chapter 3 of the verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is life eternal through the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad that I've been set free from sin. But let's look. We look at America. Let me tell you something, folks. Uh, Don't get angry or upset with me, but I tell you that our nation is hell-bound, lost without God. And we need to see repentance, the trouble that's sweeping through our land. And if if you would take time to just look to what Jesus told us in Matthew 24, you see the end of time is drawing near, and the coming of of our Lord Jesus Christ is at hand. And men and women everywhere need to be set free from sin. And if our nation will repent, 
if every man and woman, boy and girl that's lost without God would turn to him and accept him as their Savior, then our nation would turn around. But I got news for you. God is asking of you, his children. He said, if my people, if my people, you that are saved, are you a child of God? Have you been born again? Have you been set free from sin? Then you are his people. And he said, if my people will humble themselves and pray, then will I hear from heaven. You see, America needs God's people to get on their face once again before him and accept him as the Lord, as their Lord and Savior. Paul said, or uh, in, in 1 Corinthians, let me read this verse of scripture. 2 Corinthians 3 and 17, just a portion of the verse. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There is liberty, freedom, where the spirit of the Lord is, but the, the Spirit of the Lord is uh, slowly uh, uh, just fading away in our country today because we won't let him work and move anymore in our lives. In 1776, you know, we talked about uh, celebrating our independence, talking about independence and freedom and liberty. Here we are in 2020, 244 years later, where are we at? I'm glad that I still have freedom. But our freedom, our freedom and liberty is being taken away year by year. We're getting further and further away from God, and we're being robbed of our liberties and our freedoms. One day soon, they'll be coming and boarding up our churches and challenging us to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you ready for the challenge? Our nation has forgotten God. Our nation has forgotten God. Let me tell you something. They talk about all the, the things that's going on, the rioting, the destruction, the, uh, the tearing down of, uh, of monuments and so on and so forth. What has first been torn down is a relationship with God. Psalms chapter 9, verses 16 and 17. The Lord is known by the Lord is known by the judgments which he executeth. The wicked is snared in the work of his own hands. In verse 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell, and all nations that forget God. America has forgotten God. America, the land of the free has forgotten God. Genesis chapter 3, uh, chapter 6, verse 3, the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he is also flesh. The spirit of God will not always strive with man. We open our church doors and we invite everybody to come in. And so many of our churches today, it seems though, they have closed the door to the Holy Spirit. We need to let the Spirit of God move once again in our churches. Move in our hearts and move in our lives. To, to show people that we've been set free from sin. 
Yes, we talked about freedom. And you've heard the saying so many, 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 many times. Our freedom in America was not free because our fighting men and women gave their lives, suffered, and died for the cause of freedom. But let me tell you something. Your freedom from sin was not free. The Lord Jesus Christ paid for it with his life on Calvary, with the blood that he shed there to wash us and free us from sin. Sin is what destroyed our nation. Sin is what's ruining our, our, our people today and our land. Sin. Ezekiel chapter 18, you've heard me use this verse, and I quote this verse some uh, time and time again. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 4 says this, Behold, all souls are mine. As the soul of the Father, so also the soul of the Son is mine. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Again, I repeat what Paul said in Romans 3 and 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In the last portion of 6 and 23, he said the wages of sin is death. I'm glad that I've been set free from sin. Job chapter 14 verse 1 says this, Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. Let me tell you something, we need to turn back to God. We need to get our, our nation to turn back to God. We need our churches to stand once again and let the Spirit of God move in our people today. It's your responsibility to, to witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's our responsibility as a church to let the word sound from our pulpits today that men and women will see that our nation needs to turn back to God. And that the nation will never turn back to God till every individual turns themselves back to God. And we can get people to just see and realize that they need to be saved. Turn over a new leaf? No. Turn over a new life. Be born again of the Spirit of God. Man that is born of woman is a few days and full of trouble. And there's trouble sweeping our land like it has not been since way back when. We remember the things back in the 60s, the riots and the things that were going on then. I believe they're nothing compared to what's going on today. Our nation needs to turn back to God. Let me read from John chapter 3, verses uh, 3 and 5. In verse 3, Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. He sort of repeats that, but a little catch the difference here. In verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say, unto, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Did you catch that? Oh my, how our nation needs to turn back to God. How men and women need to be, if, if we could just get our, our people to turn their lives over to God. We'll get a little bit further in that, and you'll understand why as we get a little further into the message. Remember Genesis 6 and 3. God said, My spirit will not always strive with a man, for he also is flesh. John 3 and 6, Jesus said, That which is born of the flesh is flesh. 
And that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. In 3 and 7, John 3 and 7, he says, Marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. We look at John 10 and 10. Jesus says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Romans chapter 1, chapter 8, verses 1 and 2, Paul writes this. Now listen, get this. See, this is why we need to get this message out that you need Christ in your, in your life. You get Christ in your life and, and, and people begin to surrender their lives back to the Lord. Our nation would straighten up. God will begin to move through his people once again. But you see, it's so important that you and I, you and I that profess to be Christians, you know what that means? We must be Christ-like. We'll be a new creature. Paul writes in chapter 8, verses 1 and 2, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. We need to seek the Spirit of God. We need to walk after the leading of the Holy Spirit. We need to follow Him step by step. Verse 2, he said, For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Oh my how we need to get this message across. The Lord said it's not by power, it's not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Men have exalted themselves and climbed up to a great power and great authority, but they can't straighten a nation out. Mighty men have, have oh, stood up and tried to rule and guide and, and Force their way on men and women, but it's not by might, but it's by my spirit, saith the Lord. We need to let the Lord work in our churches once again. What is the law of the spirit of life in Christ? Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 makes it very plain. The law of the spirit of life in Christ. Therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. You have a new walk. You have a new talk. You have a new vocabulary. You have a new habits. Your habits will be to serve the Lord instead of those things that once led you astray. We need to come back to the Lord Jesus Christ. What's the law of sin and death? I read it to you in Ezekiel chapter 4. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. That's the law of the spirit of, of death, the law. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. But the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Again, repeating Romans 6 and 23, the wages of sin is death. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 Verse 17, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, freedom, 
We can stand for what we believe in today, folks. If we have surrendered everything to the Lord Jesus Christ and trust him, we have the freedom to stand and live for him. And we need to get this message across that that's what it's going to take to straighten our nation out once again. We need to get her to turn back to God. John chapter 1, verses 7 and verse 9. Verse, verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Aren't you glad that you've been set free today? Aren't you glad that you've been cleansed? Well, show it. Let the world know that you stand for Christ today. Let the world know that we need to turn back to him, that men and women need to surrender their lives to him. Romans 10 and 10, or Romans chapter 10, verses 8 through 10. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is a word of faith which we preach. For if thou shalt confess with the mouth and believe in thine heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart, and I know, folks, you get tired of my repetitious preaching, but I still say it's got to get from here to here. It's one thing to know it and to hear it and to accept it and believe it up here, but you got to believe it with the heart. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with a mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you're lost today, you need to come to Christ. You need to surrender your life to him. We stand and we give the invitations in the church and we invite people to come and the altar is open and they can come. But let me tell you something. You don't have to be in the church house to be saved. huh? You can be saved out in the middle of the field somewhere. That's when you surrender your life to Christ. You, you believe with your heart that he died for you on Calvary. It's a hard thing. No, it's not. It's an easy thing. Easy steps. Just come to the Lord Jesus Christ and confess that you are a sinner, lost without God, and you need to be saved and seek his forgiveness and repent, and he will save you. Many people, you know, if, if salvation, Brother Kenny, was something that you could purchase, People would spend thousands of dollars to buy it. They would spend a fortune to buy it. But they won't accept God's free gift. For by grace are you saved through faith. That's not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. If you'd come and accept that, believe that. Accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Driving down the road in the automobile. Just pull over to the side and humble your heart before God. Humble yourself before him and believe with your heart and confess Jesus Christ with your, with your mouth. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Brings you to it. Brings you to righteousness. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. But it's not yours until you confess. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. 
When the Spirit of God deals with your heart, lets you know that you're a sinner, lost without God, you accept Him. You believe in your heart. It brings you to that place of righteousness. It's right there. All you have to do to receive it is to confess your sin to the Lord Jesus Christ. Confess that you're a sinner and repent and believe. On, believe. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Unto it. It's right there in front of you. Never be any closer. To, when you believe with your heart unto righteousness, it won't get any closer. All you have to do is reach out and take it. How do I do that, preacher? By confessing with the mouth that you're a sinner, lost without God, and believe in your heart. But God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. It's so simple. And when God speaks to your heart, when God speaks to you and lets you know, and let me tell you something. You can say all you want to say, you know, you know when God speaks to you. You know it, no doubt. You might shun it, you might fight against it, you might disobey it, you might turn it away, but you know for an assurity that God has spoken to you and you'll never get any closer to him than that. He wants to talk with you about your sin. He wants to tell you how his son Jesus Christ suffered and died, shed his blood that you could be saved from sin. And all you have to do is believe with a heart what God has told you, what God has showed you, what God has opened up to you. Believe with your heart. And that bring you unto, the, unto righteousness. It's right there. It's yours. But it doesn't, you don't possess it until you do this one thing. You confess with a mouth. For with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Do you know the Lord? I'm standing here before this congregation preaching to you folks. And you folks, I've loved you. I've known you for these many years. And I see your smiles, and I see you, and, and I fellowship with you, and we've had good times together, and we've talked together, and I know you, but I don't know your heart. I don't know your heart. I know by your smiles, by your amens, and these things that you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. But God looks deep inside and he knows what's in your heart. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. We're going to come to a close. Kenny, Diane, if you come and play just a verse of song, just one verse, it doesn't matter what it might be. If there's somebody here this morning, and I believe everybody here is a Christian, but see, I see you for what you are outside. Jesus really knows you. He really knows you. For he looks inside. How about your heart? Is it right with God? Hmm?
Let's stand together. If you have a need for prayer today, you come. And Brother Kenny, I believe you're, you're putting this out by way of the Internet. I don't know about folks maybe maybe watching this. You might say, who is that crazy old man up there? Let me tell you something. If you just believe what I preach to you, and you'll accept it. And across America today, if men and women would accept what I've been preaching and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, confess their sin and accept Him as our Savior, our nation, Timmy, would get back on the right track once again. If you have a need, as she plays, come today. Wherever you might be today, if you're watching this on, on, on Facebook or wherever it's going, I don't even know, but if you're watching it, and you need to pray, you pray right there where you're at when God speaks to your heart. And that's all this preacher can do. Go ahead and play, Diane. If somebody has a need, you come today.